Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Questions that you had given me earlier. Yeah, I, I added some more. They were highlighted. Okay. You saw them? Okay, good. Okay. All right, we're starting in five. Oh, and turn that meet your TV or whatever something in the background I hear. Oh, let me move to another room because okay. it's a dishwasher. Oh, okay. Oh, that's much oh. better. Oh, maybe it was uh, William's iPad. I didn't realize it was that loud. Or that the microphone could pick it up a bit. Well, okay. Yeah, I still hear something. I'm, I'm still moving around. Oh, you're still moving. Okay. Uh-huh. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Is this better? Much better. Okay, good. Okay. All right, we're starting in five, four, three. To hey y'all, it's your girl Sonya, and welcome back to She Say She Say Sports. Today we will be discussing the pandemic that has been spread across the world and has taken many lives. Today I have with me Captain Marissa Ward, who's a women's health nurse practitioner, board certified with 10 years experience. She she currently works at Six Medical Group at McDill Air Force Base in Tampa, Florida. Captain Ward, how are you today? Hi, good evening. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, please just tell the, li- the listeners a little bit about yourself. So I am a women's health nurse practitioner, as mentioned. Uh, so what that means is that I specialize in women's health, but ultimately my training is as a nurse practitioner. So I do have a significant healthcare background. Um, I've been doing this since 2010. Um, I've worked in Mississippi, I've worked in Missouri, and now I'm here in, I've joined the Air Force, and now I'm here in Tampa. So, um, yeah, it's been a wild ride, but I enjoy it. (laughs) All right, great. So, Captain Ward, before we start, I would like to first thank you for joining me today to talk about this pandemic, but I also would like to thank you for being on the front line as a healthcare worker, as well as serving our country. Thank you so much for your service. It's really appreciated. Thank you. It's been my it's definitely my pleasure and my honor. Great. Thank you. So as we know, this pandemic has rocked our world literally and figuratively, and some are not taking this virus too seriously. I brought you on today because as a show host, I want to be socially responsible as well as give any information that we need to keep our families safe. So can you please explain what actually the coronavirus is? So coronavirus refers to the shape of the virus. So there are multiple different types of coronaviruses. Really? Um, and they, okay. Yes, and they cause, they, they cause illness in different, to, to varying degrees. The reason that this one is such a big deal, they call it novel coronavirus uh, because it's, it's new to us. It's new to humans. Um, it's some, they've done some research on the genome of it, and it's, 
it, they have reason to believe that it came from animals. Uh, some suspect specifically from bats. Um, and that can happen sometimes when there's close contact between people and, and animals that, that aren't domesticated. And um, so the idea was that in certain parts of China, there was people were eating, catching and killing animals, bats, uh, as a delicacy and, and eating. And, and that's how they came into close contact with them. And that's how the virus was able to jump from ha using animals as its primary host to humans. Uh, and that's also why we as, as humans are having such a hard time with this virus, because we aren't equipped to, to for our immune systems, I apologize, is not equipped to take care of the virus, to fight it off. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I'm, I didn't know that because, you know, through the years, I, you know, I've seen, and I'm sure others have seen the word on the um, coronavirus on the back of the Lysol can for years. I didn't know what it was, but, you know, I never knew that it was, so it's a different strain. It's a different strain. Yeah. It's a different, okay. That's, that's interesting. So why has this virus all of a sudden, why did it spread so rapidly, though? I mean, I understand, you know, it's not doing well with the human. It's a host. So it's body. very contagious. Okay. It's it's highly contagious. It's uh, about twice as contagious as the flu is. So that means it's spread very easily. Um, initially, there was initially it was uh, suspected of being spread just by droplets. So that means typically coughs or sneezes. But now it's showing, further studies are showing that it can be airborne as well to some degree, as well as found in the feces. Wow. And they can live on surfaces for days. For instance, on one of the cruise ships, they found that uh, they found active viral particles on surfaces 17 days after the last, the last passenger had left. What? So it, that's why, you know, washing hands and disinfecting surfaces is so important because you can get it from anything. That is interesting. Wow, 17 days. That's, you know, that's a long time. For yes, ma'am. You know, living, that's crazy. So could you tell me why the virus was named COVID-19? So COVID is just an abbreviation for co, co being coronavirus, oh, mm -hmm. corona. V right. virus D disease in 19 because they found it in late 2019. So it was 20. Okay, I, I yes. knew that, but I wanted to make sure you know because some I heard somebody actually ask that question. I was like, you know what, I'm going to ask her um, mm -hmm. to just you know, so the listening audience would know. So, so according to the timeline, some of the first infections um, there was like a, a a rash of respiratory pneumonia that was happening in the Wuhan province of China to December 30th, 31st. So the very end of the year, and that's why they call it 19. Okay. And it just spread from there. And so you mentioned earlier that it's airborne in some cases, and I, I've, I've heard that being outside would keep you from contracting the virus from others due to the vitamin D from the sun. So if this is true, is it safe for people to gather at beaches, parks, or even block parties? Unfortunately, I wish, me living in sunny Florida, I wish that were true. <laughs> right. you know, um, but it's not true at all. The sun, the UV rays from the sun does not deactivate the virus. You are okay. equally at risk indoors as you are outdoors. 
wow. the main thing is to avoid groups of people. They're telling people to, uh, to um, not congregate in, in groups larger than 10 and to avoid, you know, avoid crowded areas because you don't know. Right. Who has it? Correct. That's true. And, and people, some people have the virus but are not having symptoms. That's right. So um, with, with that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I would say, I was just going to say that, um, yeah, you, someone can be contagious and actively shedding viral particles and not have any symptoms yet. Like, you know, 48 hours before they start showing symptoms. Wow. That is crazy. So what is the age range being more affected by this virus? Typically, it looks like the elderly, um, 65 and older, are more likely to have uh, life-threatening issues with the virus. Mm -hmm. However, we're seeing any, you know, children as young as eight, nine months old, we're seeing adolescents, we're seeing tw people in their 20s and in their 30s being intubated and on ventilators. So youth is not a, pro you know, it's not guaranteed that you won't be affected. In all, regardless of age, about 80% of those who acquire coronavirus um, end up having only mild symptoms. Um, but 15% the remaining 15% end up requiring oxygen, and then 5% will need to be um, will need to be in ICU care, um, requiring early intubation and being on a ventilator. Um, so it doesn't sound like a lot, you know, 5%, but I mean, when you're looking at a population, um, that's a significant number, and right. there's no guarantee. You don't know which percent you're going to be. Gotcha. And, yeah. and that's interesting that you said that because I, I was going to mention that, you know, I've heard that more people are recovering from the virus than dying. However, mm -hmm. when you look at social media or turn the television on, you see more stories about the death. I mean, is that more like a scare tactic or is it just true that bad news travels faster than good news? Um, I don't think it's just a scare tactic. I do believe um, the issue is that because it's so contagious, so many people are getting it, mm -hmm. and the 5% can easily become a number that hospitals cannot handle. Gotcha. Because each hospital only has so many ICU beds. It only has so many ventilators. So they're easily overwhelmed by any growing number of patients. Um, and when, you know, if somebody needs a ventilator and doesn't have one, they're going to die. Right. You know, so wow. And I, I was well. Speaking of that, you know, I've you know I've heard that some doctors are having to make decisions on who will live and who will die because of the shortages of ventilators. Is that true? I I've seen those headlines. Um, I've heard those stories. I cannot vouch for that because I don't work in a hospital. I am not a, I don't work in an ER and I have not seen that happen, right. up, you know, before my own eyes. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't say yes or no. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it is stories about it. And that's why yeah. it's so important to follow, you know, instructions. And like you said, you know, 
No yeah. crowds, wash your hands. And and especially if you have any underlying health issues. So high blood pressure, liver issues, heart disease, high cholesterol, asthma, um, anything like that, you need to be especially careful because your body, if you have a chronic health condition, your body is already taxed to a certain extent. Gotcha. So when you, if you are affected by coronavirus, your body's already at a disadvantage, and so it's having to fight even harder to, to maintain. So you're at increased risk of, you know, having some very dire consequences. Wow. I got you. Okay. So with the shortages of masks and gloves for our heroes in the medical field, has it been difficult to do your job? And I know you're not an ER, but have you heard mm-hmm. stories from other um, physicians or nurse practitioners? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so with it, with it being spread airborne and droplets, there are certain, not all masks are created equal, you know, so there's a specific kind of mask that's really the most effective at protecting is the N95 mask. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately they're in shortage right now. They're not readily available, uh, for, you know, for any number of reasons. Right. So now providers and nurses and techs, are having to use, you know, reuse them longer than what they're intentionally, you know, originally intended for. Um, or, you know, they try to make do with other masks that aren't as effective as the N95. Mm-hmm. Gloves so, aren't so much of an issue, but personal protective, other personal protective equipment, um, uh, gowns mm-hmm. have been in short supply, um, as well as some, um, like, thermometer probes have been in short supply. And because it's a nationwide thing, you can't just reorder because everybody's short. Right. Okay. And with them reusing the mask more than they should, is it, does it still work for them at some point? Or Well, it increases the risk of transmission. It increases the risk of you coming in contact with it because you've got, it's collecting more viral particles the more you, you wear it. Gotcha. I see. I understand. And so, like, there are people making masks for civilians like myself. I actually mm-hmm. uh, had two made for me last week. Are those masks safe to wear, or is it better than nothing at this point? It's better than nothing. Okay. It's definitely better than nothing. And it can be, it can be helpful if you're just out and about, like say you need to go to the grocery store, you have no way of knowing if anyone is infected at the grocery store. So, you know, you wear the mask just to reduce the chances of you coming in contact with something. But it's probably not enough protection if you're going in to see someone that you know has coronavirus. I see. Thank you. That, that, eases my mind a little bit more because mm-hmm. I've been using it, you know, to go to the grocery store or to, you know, get gas and I use gloves and all of that. But I just wanted to just yeah. wonder about that. Oh, um, and speaking of gloves, I, I've been seeing a lot of people out and about, like, just wearing gloves. Um, mm-hmm. the perp- and that's, that is not really – that's not doing you any good because really? the purpose of gloves is to um, prevent transmission of things. But if you're wearing gloves all day and you're touching everything with those same dirty gloves that you've been touched that you went to the store and touched the cart with, you're just right. spreading germs. Exactly. Okay. So just try to be mindful. Be mindful of how you're using your gloves. Okay. Right. Um, 
So throw them away often because dirty gloves will infect you just as quickly as dirty hands. You're still right. touching stuff. That's true. And and I do. As soon as I you know get the gas, I okay. throw it in that thing. Then I don't I don't drive. Oh, I yeah. No, no, no. I believe you. I just I've but seen, I, I've seen I've seen other people. Yes, yes. I'm actually, sure we've all seen them at the Walmart eating. You know, eating with them as well. And that's like that's weird. Yeah, so I don't understand that either. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but whatever. So, what precautions can other essential workers take to protect themselves? Um. Obviously, wash your hands often. Mm-hmm. Um, try to avoid being too close to people. Stand no closer than six feet away from someone, if at all possible. Wipe down any surfaces with disinfectant wipes. Um, you know, when you first come in and in between patients. Um, and then I would also caution you to change clothes before going home. So if you are working in a health, you know, like in a healthcare environment, you're wearing scrubs, um, as either like on the porch or as soon as you get in the door, go ahead, take those clothes off and throw them in the wash. That way Got you're it. not accidentally, you know, transporting or uh, transmitting viral particles to anyone in, in your family or in your household. And is it also safe to say they can spray, um, spray them down with Lysol when they come in the house as well? Would that help? Yeah, sure. Okay. That'll help, but still, I would still take your clothes off. Okay, got don't, it. Don't go sitting on the couch or on your bed or anything with them on. Yeah, okay, understood. And before we move on, I would like to thank um, the essential workers as well, police, fire, fire, fire. Absolutely. Fire, fire, firefighters, what is wrong with me? EMT, <laughs> grocers, the restaurant workers, sanitation workers, the list goes on and on, and I mean, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, my heart, because without you, I mean, we we still need to function with you guys. And this, the Bible even says the body of Christ. You know, all members are important. So yeah, the head is not Absolutely. more important than the toes, and we need the sanitation workers. We need the maintenance work. We need that, and I'm yeah. so thankful. For each of you, thank you so much, and I pray, you know, your safety until this is completely over. So thank you. Really, really thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. And I just want to encourage everyone to please, you know, please heed the stay-at-home orders. I know it's difficult. The weather's warming up. It's beautiful outside. You want to hang out with your friends. But the more people get sick, the longer this is going to last. Okay, so please stay home, isolate yourself as much as you can, try to avoid getting sick, try to avoid transmitting this disease, because ultimately it's people, you know, this virus can't just hop around on its own. People are spreading it to other people. Wow. And speaking of shelter in place, so, well, that was my next question, and I'm sure you agree with me. Um, It should be enforced for all states at this point to get the virus under control, do you think? I, I'm i not familiar with what's going on in other states. I know people are still traveling. Um, I do, I mean, I feel strongly, yeah, stay home, please. You know, regardless of where you're living, don't go to parties, don't go to concerts, don't go to the bar, don't go to the restaurant, don't go to the game. Stay home, avoid other people, just so that, you know, we can get this under control. Yeah, and... Um, actually, today, starting at 5 p.m., 
Mississippi, the state of Mississippi has shelter in place. It will be enforced today at 5 p.m. So mm. um, I actually saw videos of people gathering. It was probably like 30 or 40 people on this street, and they parked their cars, and they're outside Sunday just talking. And I'm like, what is, you know, I don't think, you know, a lot of people aren't taking it serious, and especially the younger right. um, adults. And it's like you have to really – you know, get it under control, people, because the longer we're out, the longer this is going to go on. And I have a birthday coming up in July, and I right. really to celebrate. So I exactly under control. I will be so possible. upset. I know it, it's just crazy. I don't understand, but but another just, thing that people aren't thinking of, you know, a lot. It's easy for us to think of ourselves and be like, you know, I'm young, I'm healthy, I don't have to worry about it. But don't forget that you can carry it to other people. So if you're right. out and about kicking it with whomever and you are exposed to the virus and you carry it back home and your grandma gets it or your auntie exactly. gets it, you know, and that would be on you. And you don't want that. You know, nobody wants to infect their, their loved ones and cause, right. potentially cause somebody's demise. So exactly. just kind of, you know, think not only of yourself. You, might, you may be fine, but everybody else around you might not. Exactly. And speaking of that, my mom, you know, I she's 78 years old, and she's mm. in good health, not on any medication, thank goodness. However, you know, I last week I went over to her home last Thursday, and I just stood outside, just wanted to see her face, mm-hmm. through the door, and last for a minute, you know, about 15 minutes, and then I went home. So, because she, she doesn't know how to use FaceTime and all of that, and so um, I just wanted to see her, you know, physically see her. But yeah, definitely, you know, staying away from her. And yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no! I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. You mentioned earlier about no games. Well, Captain Ward, there aren't any games. Um, I know that's true. Struggling like crazy. I mean, basketball season was cut short. Baseball season never really began. Mm-hmm. And it, it's pretty safe to say that those seasons are over. But if people follow the rules and stay home, could we possibly have football season, do you think, maybe? <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. Um, because it's enough time. If we act right, we got to act right, y'all. Yeah, we got to act, act right. Go home. <laughs> go home. Please, just sit down. Sit down. Spend time with your kids. You know, like with your family members, like just sit down, you know, play some, play Monopoly. Teach, teach your cousin how to play space. This is a wonderful opportunity. This is a wonderful time. (laughs) To learn how to play space. But, um, yeah, if we act right, if we act right, maybe. If we don't, I'm going to be mad. Oh, my God. I will be upset. I don't think, I mean, it's so funny. On Sundays, my routine is church you know, eat lunch, and then whether it's football season or basketball season, you know, I'm on the couch watching games. Mm-hmm. So now I can't go to church. Well, the physical church, so I, I do yeah. virtual services on Sunday. And then, you know, I'll grab brunch or, you know, eat lunch or whatever I'm cooking. But now, I, you know, I'm like, so what I do now? It's just been so odd. Thank God. Yeah, for, all this free time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, now I'm working on projects. Um, you know, reading and stuff, but you can do so much of that. And 
thank goodness for Netflix and stuff like that. So that's helped out a lot. And but it's just it's too much. I'm just ready to get back to life. I'm a social butterfly. <laughs> yeah. It's rough on me, but you know, I want to be safe, so, you know, I have to. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, there's so many apps that you, to talk to your friends with. You know, there's FaceTime, there's Marco Polo, there's GroupMe, there's WhatsApp. You know, there's just so much that, you know, try to take advantage of what you, what's, uh, what we have at hand to talk oh, to I our do. friends and try to socialize. And, yeah. you know, it's, it sucks, but hopefully it's, it'll only be for a short amount of time. What's interesting, though, um, even though this virus has, you know, been detrimental to a lot of people's health, what is happening, like you mentioned earlier, you know, families are, you know, getting closer. Um, you know, you're learning new habits. It's a lot of talking in your background, Marissa. I'm sorry. It's Willie. Okay. Um. Um. I'm moving. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Um, so a lot of people are, you know, playing games together. You know, you look on social media, families are doing the dances together, which is so cute. I love to see the, you know, the parents doing it with the kids. And, you know, the cook, people are learning to cook that didn't know how. Um, right. You True. Know, so it's like we're kind of going back. As people, my niece would say, the olden days or old-fashioned days, which mm -hmm. were the better days. So, it's you know, it's a blessing in all of this. I, I really think you know, it's you know, it's gonna just. I just hope people really look at the positive side of it and not just being feeling like they're stuck at home. Right, so, I agree. There's a silver lining to everything. Um, so this isn't, you know, sometimes, yeah, I feel like I'm on punishment. Yeah. <laughs> but but looking on the positive side of things, there's, you know, I'm able to spend a lot more time with my child, yes. uh, spending more time inside in the home, doing things that we, you know, normally wouldn't do because right. we're out and about. So, yeah, I would encourage everyone to just, you know, look at the silver linings, appreciate what you've got, and um, stay inside. Exactly. Just stay inside. Just stay inside. <laughs> so something I do every day to, you know, and what's so weird, in November, I wonder if I even had the coronavirus. I don't know, but November, I was I was sick for like two, three weeks. I had the flu really, really bad. Mm. And after that, because I, I don't usually get sick like that. So after that, um I, you know, I started taking way more vitamin C, but I, when I would get to work, I would, I mean, and this was before the coronavirus, we knew what was going on like it is right. now. I started uh, wiping down my desk and my keyboard, um, spraying lots all around my area, and, you know, wiping my phone. I did it every morning, and, you know, but something that I do every day, I take vitamin C. I take probably 2,000 milligrams a day. Oh, good. Um, hot decaffeinated drink um, every day. I stay hydrated. I, I drink a lot of water, and I, I try to eat basically, you know, a lot of fruits and vegetables. Are those mm -hmm. the things to do to stay Oh, safe? absolutely. Absolutely. Anything you can do to try to boost your immune system, mm -hmm. um, be it sleeping well, 
eating well, exercising, taking vitamin C supplementation. Um, there's the emergency powder yes. that you can take or the little tablets. Um, mm -hmm. Some people swear by magnesium. So some people like to drink echinacea or take echinacea supplements. That's an herb. Anything you can do to boost your immune system is, is, a, is a wonderful idea. Great. Good. So, you know, family out there, you know, if you're not doing that, you know, you know, take more vitamin C because it's so important. And I think a lot of people, you know, we don't usually take vitamins and, you know, a lot of people just, you know, go about their day. But it's very important to pump that stuff in your body so you can fight this virus if it tries to come your way. Yes, so. ma'am. Very and good. honestly, the best way to intake vitamin C or any kind of vitamin is through actual food. Mm -hmm. So try, you know, you may not be good at taking pills. You might not feel like having to go to a store and buy pills. But that's a great opportunity to increase the, the fruit and vegetables in your life. So exactly. um, we all know oranges contain a lot of vitamin C. But did you know that strawberries have even more vitamin C than, than oranges do? Yeah. So if you're not into oranges, shoot, eat a pint of strawberries. Make yourself a smoothie or something. Exactly. Um, leafy green vegetables, that's always, uh, that will always be good for you. Um, just try to include as many different colors in your diet as, as possible. Okay, good deal. Well, Captain Ward, it has been a pleasure for you to join me today. Is there any online information you can share with us today, you know, if I or my listeners have any more questions or concerns regarding COVID-19? Absolutely. I have been um, – I like to use the CDC as a resource. Okay. Um, that's the Centers for Disease Control. Um, or um, another option would be the World Health Organization. World Health Organization? Yes, ma'am. All right. So CDC and World Health Organization – you know, guys, if you want to look up more information on, on the coronavirus, I know we are, you know, getting so much information every day, but you will be surprised. Some people, you know, really don't watch the news and right. don't social media. So, you know, I just want to, you know, make sure I can help somebody because it's real important. But um, please continue to take care of yourself and your family, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You take care as well. Thank you. Well, that's our show for today. Please follow me on Facebook at She Says She Says Sports and or Instagram at She Says She Says Sports 23. Until next time, this is Sonya with She Says She Says Sports, and I'll see you on the radio. I'm going to call you right back. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.